There's been a lot of uh, this talk about psychic ability floating around in my life, and uh, I like to address it because, if anything, it's interesting. Um, for those of you who believe in psychic ability, you probably won't agree with this. You won't like it. And you'll probably only have your one-week line of defense claiming that I'm either conditioned to believe in the known or I haven't tapped into my spiritual side. And that's fine. Um, also, if you're listening to this and you claim to have psychic ability yourself, uh, you'll probably just stop listening right here because uh, there's no need to listen to this. Let's be real. You... You already know my beliefs, my views, and what I'm going to say, because you've already tapped into my energy, haven't you? Haven't you? Yeah. I, I adore that. Um, that tapping into someone's energy bullshit. I also love how it's evolved and advanced with technology here, and it's now done over the phone and even over the internet, and it's done without being present to even see the person's face or uh be there to feel this so-called energy and um i'll be straight up i'm a skeptic i mean i hate that label but i'm a human being who likes proof and answers to my questions so if i ask you to read me after you claim psychic ability i don't accept that you aren't feeling like it at the moment you know or i'm not feeling very psychic right now or i don't feel the energy today or what like why because i'm not on board with your deceit or uh this one time i i challenged a psychic claim and this is exactly what happened you know uh back into her shell she went um until the next time she could pry on someone who buys into her superpower enough to display it as real and that's weak Uh, very weak and very unconvincing but they like to turn that on you you know that you're not accepting you're not a believer um well i know someone else who wasn't a believer and uh his name was thomas um in the bible it is written and whether it's real or not or it's my belief or not that's not my point It was written that after Christ rose from the dead, that Thomas was obviously astonished, but also he was the uh, world's most famous skeptic. And he asked, and he doubted that it was Jesus. And this was Christ, like the Lord, the Savior, the Son of God, the Messiah. And even still, this dude walking around bearing great resemblance to Jesus was doubted. And he couldn't believe that he rose from the dead, and... For good reason, you know. Uh, Resurrection, like, that's phenomenal. It adds out of this world. Like, no way, right? So Christ claimed that, yes, it was indeed him. And Thomas still didn't believe. And the difference between Jesus and a person claiming psychic ability is this. Jesus did not go back into his shell. He did not get offended and scared that his claim would be debunked. So Jesus was more legit. And when his claim was questioned, my psychic loving friends, he um, he let Thomas put his fingers into the holes in his hands to prove his claim of being Jesus. Imagine that. Like, Jesus didn't pout. He didn't say, like, whatever. He didn't, like, 
Thomas away and say, well, I'm I'm not dead anymore. Don't believe me. It's true. And if if you think it isn't, well, that's your opinion, Thomas. You know, Jesus didn't say he wasn't feeling very resurrected at the moment. He did no such thing. You know, there's no cop-outs that psychics use were used by him. And that was Jesus Christ, you know, the man who was able to accurately predict that Peter would deny him three times. But I never read about Jesus opening a psychic shop or charging for readings or anything like that. Charging for his miracles. He, he gathered people for feasts and teachings, and he never really claimed that he had a gift. He was just the son of God, and... You know, he said, I'm the son of God, but he never went around, like, wanting attention for it or be, wanting to be paid for it, did he? Like, no, he... Not that I've read, anyways. And I probably might have maybe missed something in the Bible. But uh, he, he just kind of did what he had to do. And he walked on water, which was witnessed and... Uh, apparently allegedly right uh just taking a stroll in the water probably amazed himself you know because that'd be cool for anybody and somebody saw him and spread the word and he didn't sell tickets and have like a bunch of people gather to watch his amazing ability to walk on his water and his, and he didn't put on a walk on water tour no he he didn't do that he he was what he was and he didn't pry on emotion he and he didn't talk to the dead Jesus was written to be this real deal, man. Like, come on, talk to the dead. That's boring. That's boring. Jesus will do one better, you know. It's like, Lazarus, wake up, buddy. Tell the people what you need to. So I may not be a religious person, like, at all, or faithful at all, or believe anything that Jesus did or actually happened or that Jesus even exists, but belief or no belief, I kind of have no evidence since it was a long time ago and people wrote about it. People still follow his teachings. And to me, you know, Jesus is more credible. Uh, it is written that uh, when doubted, he proved his claim and he didn't even judge or give Thomas an I told you so or, you know, I, I don't buy in a psychic ability. And I don't because the claims aren't backed up. Uh, general probing and reading someone are far from proof of psychic ability. And I find it offensive when people say their loved ones are communicating through them. And they seeing these people cry. And it offends me for the simple fact that I despise liars. And if these mediums are giving closure, why do people go back and pay them and continue to get information? Information that hurts and makes them cry. Information that doesn't really you know doesn't really even do anything it's not even really information it's them asking oh it's about this it's about you know it's uh i don't know but uh it kind of makes them miss that person so much more and it's because it's just that to keep this illusion alive to have that communication with the loved one that they lost because they love them when they're alive and continue to communicate with them and for them to like be there is kind of like they never left i guess and sadly people will pay any price and accept any claim just to feel that person again which makes me ill that somebody can cash in on that and get satisfaction in knowing it isn't true and with that said here are some stories like true stories um when i first met the love of my life i knew nothing about her yet when i looked at her picture 
I asked what caused all the pain in her life, and she replied amazed. She's like, how did you know that? My simple answer, I'm psychic. But the real answer is I saw it in her eyes and behind that put-on smile of hers, and I quote-unquote read her energy, you know? It's a connection between two people. It's reading people. It's studying. And as humans, you can tell a mood just by looking into someone's eyes. They show sadness, they light up when they're happy, and they wander when they're lying or worried, and there's nothing, nothing psychic about that at all. And in large groups of people, odds are someone has lost a loved one. And psychic mediums ask all the questions when supposedly giving information. It's like, you lost someone? A relative? And if they hit a yes, it's, yes, they're here. Uncle, aunt, mother... Rapid fire, and the person starts to think about who they lost and willingly spills this information. And it's like, oh, my husband. And because they so strongly believe in this person's ability, that's when it's showtime. And it's like, my husband passed away a year ago. And then a a casual comment such as this, you can go on to, like, it's, it's it's a hard death to deal with, correct? Well, well, of course. And, and now the building starts. And he, he's saying something about a house. And usually they start asking, you know, questions here. Like, they say it as if they're asking. Like, a house? Question mark. Is he saying something about a house? Like, yes or no? He's there, isn't he? Are you probing? Or are you actually relaying a message that the spirit of her dead husband is beating around the bush about? It could be as simple as the husband said before he died that he wanted her to stay in the house. And build from there. More questions rather than actually passing on the message itself. Why? Because there is no message. There was a ticket price. You bought the hour for the show. This is a mere performance. If you possess psychic ability, I don't think it's too much to ask. Or for me to ask for like answers, not questions. Read my energy or tell me what my dead relative is saying and cut to the chase. That way everyone in the crowd who has paid a hard earned dollars for this lie can hear what their loved ones say and not pay for a service they did not receive because you were too busy asking probing questions instead of actually communicating with the dead and telling people what they need to know. He, he's saying something about a vote about a vote a boat or a, a vehicle of some sort. Oh yes, he loved his Cadillac. Well holly fucking Luya. It's a miracle. Like how could they have known that? Oh my god, they're actually with us. Like give me a break. Is a spirit talking to you? About his vehicle? He wants his wife to wash his car? Keep it shiny while he's gone? Like, is that what he's saying? Is that what you hear? Then say that. Again, probing. More proof that this is not real. This is merely asking questions to direct facts. Don't these spirits ever get frustrated with these mediums? Dude, like, seriously. And they're like, no, not a boat, a car. Listen to me. You have this gift and you're ignoring it. You're terrible. Tell her to wash my car. Mary. Her name is Mary. Tell Mary, Don says to wash his car. Why are you asking if it's a vehicle of some sort? Why are you asking her that? Why are you making her give you information? Just tell her what I'm saying. You know what? Forget it. I'm going to find another medium. Try tapping into someone else. You're awful. In fact, I'll tell her myself. If I can come to you, who is no different from her, I'll just tell her myself. I'm trying to communicate with my wife, and I came to you for help, and you turn it into a guessing game? Thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. I'll tell her myself. No? Like, not one ghost gets annoyed with these mediums? Ghosts have, like, incredible patience? 
and they come up with a message so important that they need to tap into a psychic to connect with the person they wish to speak to and settle for a game of 20 questions is this really what happens and people actually fucking believe this that's unreal and do these messages get distorted and they're hard to hear because there's no order in the afterlife? Like the kindergarten speaking one at a time doesn't, you know, the kindergarten law doesn't apply to these spirits. And if these voices are all floating around, like how do they pick? Whichever spirit says something loud and grabs their attention like, sex! Oh, I'm getting something here. And isn't it just fucking convenient that as soon as the medium says, someone lost grandmother... And someone speaks up, that's me. That they tune into that spirit and start reading them. That's very convenient. Yet the question starts. So I guess it's hard to hear the message clearly with all those other spirits and voices yelling, pick me, pick me. Some psychic mediums claim to shut these voices off. Like, wow, how fucking far gone do you need to be? You ever saw someone who was really hearing voices, they're screaming and rolling around and holding their head and asking for medication to make those voices stop. You know, why not just, why not just block them out? Why don't you choose which ones to listen to? Just learn to ignore them and watch the fucking Wheel of Fortune. No big deal. Psychic mediums do it. Don't be such a no, I was here, you know, block them out. Learn how to do it. You don't need medication or help. I guess the mentally ill have the short end of the stick on this one, right? And when the tickets are sold, mediums just turn up the volume on the voices. Is that what happens? But when out buying things with the money that was taken from the people who buy into this bogus fucking claim, it's me time. And just like that, they shut them out. Because this is the skill they learned how to do. Amongst other skills they have, such as being able to get away with fraud. My mother, my mother, my, the person who gave birth to me, the person who is protecting, is supposed to protect me from people taking advantage of me and screwing me over and lying to me, etc. She believes in psychic mediums. My own mother. Same woman who told me that when her grandfather, or when my grandfather, her father, had died, that she had a very vivid dream about him and it was so real and she believes that it was him. He came to her in a dream. And I really hope that whatever is out there that this is true. Because if it is, then that's hard proof that these spirits can appear and visit and communicate with loved ones on their own. And there's no need for psychic mediums to be taking your money. Okay? If they can do it themselves, one-on-one, -on -one, one voice, direct message, no messenger, and can give you closure before they pass on to wherever it is that they're going, then why would your loved one use a medium at all? Why would they go through the trouble of being in a crowd of millions of spirits hoping to be heard? And then your loved ones. They're your loved ones. It's closure between you and the dead person. So who better to say, hey, I'm alright, move on, live life, I'll see you someday, than the loved ones themselves. If, if they have the ability to do so, there's no money, there's no appointments to see a medium, there's no crowds. And as I mentioned, there's no money spent. If someone you love has something to say, they're going to want it to be personal. They're going to want it to be accurate, to be known. And they'll want to come to you themselves so you know that it is them. It could be argued that you miss them and they're on your mind, so naturally it'll mix into your dreams, and that's a good point. But it also could be them communicating through the dream to get through to you. And if that's true, then there's no need for psychics. I don't believe it's true. I don't believe in the afterlife or anything, and... 
If I see my grandma after death, you know, I'm thinking I just miss her. And I want her to be here, therefore I see her. And she doesn't want that. So in a dream, it's a dream. So it can be like so vivid and so real. But it is just a dream. A semi-unconscious state that you have no awareness of where you are. So it can be kind of taken more seriously than like seeing a spirit in a waking world where you, you know, you have explanations for stuff like that. Then it's a dream. That's why it's a dream. It's not real. The maybes come in and the what ifs. And if real or not, I'm not ridiculous. It's ridiculous to say that that would be more closure and more satisfying and more comforting for me than hearing a bunch of questions from someone claiming to hear my loved ones when they never even knew they existed. And I've been called a lot of things and even laughed at for not believing in psychic ability. But I, I believe in the unexplainable. But uh, you can explain psychics. And most of the time they cannot. So if I'm a looney tune for saying that some things can't be explained. And that if there is an afterlife and the spirits can contact you. Your loved ones will do it themselves without taking your money. Filling you with misinformation and false hope. Without telling you what you want to hear. That they'll simply do it and keep it personal and meaningful one on one. Then go ahead. You can lock me away in a mental ward with all the other crazies. Get me out of everyday life. Open up more room for those who rely on others who are no different from anybody else to, you know, tell you what your loved ones are saying to you after a bunch of questions that are throwing at you to make sure the right spirit is talking through someone else to the right person, of course, because giving a message to someone else would be pretty embarrassing, right? If people pay for it, it better be the right ghost. If your hard-earned monies can buy you general information and questions and a message that isn't quite clear and you're satisfied with that, then so be it. I, however, do not pay liars. Well, I, I pay taxes, so maybe I do pay liars. But the point is, I don't pay liars willingly. You know? And, um... Another thing is the FBI is able to write up these profiles about killers that they they're on they're on the loose and they they don't want to be caught, and they can get it down to uh, race and what kind of vehicle they drive and a lot of the times they're bang on they they fit the profile and uh, that's not psychic ability that's called profiling, but um, if you if you want to pay for that then that's your business but uh just because you pay a mechanic to fix your car doesn't mean it'll get fixed okay and same goes with people claiming psychic ability and i predict that this is going to end right now <laughs>